All right, what is going on everybody? It is 3 p.m. here in Chicago on Sunday, uh, Chicago Central Time. I uh, hope you guys are doing well. May 3rd, 2020, believe it or not. Uh, let's see who's already in here. Luis Becerra's always already in here. Yo, what's going on? Ethan Stone, uh, Gekil CGKDD, and Martha's here. Um, happy Sunday. Yo, what's going on? I like how she abbreviated that. That's pretty cool. Good to see everyone here. Uh, it's actually just started to get a little bit cloudy here in Chicago, but so far it's been a beautiful day. Went out with uh, the girls, uh, took them on a little bit of a bike ride around the neighborhood two days in a row where we've done that. We got little masks for them. And so uh, we feel a little bit better about that. And uh, the girls have been riding just fine. They've been very courteous. They've been really uh, patient with our neighbors who aren't always so like mindful of like the things that we're trying to do in terms of keeping space from everybody and so um i've been really blessed that they're not like angrier about that kind of thing um and uh yeah so like some of our sidewalks here get pretty busy um there's been some moving like moving is like the the like the summer pastime here in chicago people just move like crazy and uh, it's already starting and you know it's the first weekend of the month and so people are moving in and out and there's lots of things just happening on the street on the sidewalk uh and they've been really good about trying to like dodge uh people and so uh it's amazing because the baby's only three and so she's on her bike with training wheels on and she's doing her best to, to try to like dodge other people so um pretty happy about that um motivation theory running hey hey how the how did the 50k go today right you should be are you done are you still on the treadmill now are you done what's going on with that um, Stevie 76 is here. Good to see you. Red Morris said, Reed Morris says, ran eight miles today, then proceeded to eat 20 miles worth of trail mix. Solid Sunday. That's a good way to spend the day. Awesome. Uh, Martha said, ran six miles and ate a whole pizza. And Amy's frozen pizza. All right. Well, that's not like a whole pizza though. Like it's a, I mean, it's, it was one, I mean, I consider that like a serving. <laughs> one serving of pizza. Ines Dunbar says, hi, Kofuzi. Hope your Sunday is going well. Uh, thank you. Uh, Artava Ogale says, yo, what's going on? What's going on, dude? Um, CV says, what if a major shoe company asked you to develop the perfect all-around running shoe? What would the Kufuzis look like? Weight, stack height, millimeter drop, upper midsole, outsole, heel cup, tongue. I don't know. People ask me that um, from time to time, and I don't really have a strong opinion on that. I mean, it'd probably be a daily trainer um but something that was light something probably very similar to a pegasus or a beacon too that's kind of like what it would end up looking like um but yeah i'm i'm really just not that sure what it would really end up looking like um but it'd be black and gray that's about all i could say <laughs> i'll think a little bit more about that question um but like you know like i think was is it seth fowler just designed like his own shoe Right. I don't know if like if he just designed it like in terms of sketches or he actually made it. But like, you know, people are really into that. And I don't know. I, I think like as someone that it's much easier for me to be a critic of the shoes. Like like if you want to think of it from like a food critic kind of perspective, I'm much happier reviewing shoes than I am designing shoes and trying to make them because I understand how much work that is and how hard it is to make a shoe that fits something that is so variable as feet um and has to accommodate so many things as different people's gait and levels of fitness and things like that so um it's amazing that people can do it and make great shoes um and i'm very happy to be kind of on 
in my like role in like that ecosystem. I, I, I do not really have that much of a desire to design a shoe. Uh, motivation theory said the 50K went well. He says, good, awesome. Uh, Arathavo guy says, how many COVID cases are there in Chicago or your neighborhood? Um, the dog wants some attention. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, the governor is um, doing his uh, his daily live stream right now. Um, there's a press conference, and there's still quite a bit. And so um, we're uh, struggling with it. Chicago still has quite a few um, cases. Uh, it's things are going better. Lots of like the overflow, kind of like the convention centers that were turned into uh, like makeshift hospitals. Those are all closing down. So they're shutting all that down. I think they're like leaving them in a state where if we do need to go back and reconfigure them for that, uh, they can be reconfigured. But for now, they're like breaking all that stuff down. So I take that as a part of the sign that they feel like the curve has been sufficiently flattened that like our existing infrastructure can handle it. Um, but you know, um, the dog is like really antsy. He just wants some treats. Um, that's why he doesn't really want attention. He just wants to get my attention to give what are you, down or up. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, Amitayaz, Amityavuz. Amityavuz Perkel says, good day, Kufuze. Good day. Uh, Motivation Theory Run says, live stream the 50K on the treadmill done a couple hours ago. Good times. Awesome. Good work. Congratulations. Uh, Alessandro Rossi, do we have any idea when the next percent will be available again? I thought they just released a new color on that. Um, sorry. I dropped a piece of the, there's, my daughter has like a, the Lego um, Quidditch match set, and I just knocked off a flag. I don't want to lose it. Um, I think they just released a new color of the the next percent. So I don't I I get I don't know if that's sold out or not. But that was the latest release of new sizes. So other than that, I don't have any idea of when there'll be any more. Bertley guess says hi all. Time to do some strength exercise and stability workout. Awesome. Always tip over doing one leg stability exercise. I tip over doing two leg stability exercises. So. You're one leg better than me. Uh, Motivation Theory Running says, Mizuno Wave Inspire series has been perfect shoe for eight years, a daily trainer. Awesome. Good job. Um, John Bryan says, do you get rear or limited stock shoes other than running shoes? Uh, not really. Um, I don't, I mean, I've used StockX before to get like harder to get shoes, but only running shoes. Um, there is one pair of shoes that I might get uh, that's not a running shoe, but that's like, an old basketball shoe that has sentimental value. I've seen it around. Uh, it's not that expensive, but I could probably, so I could probably get it up, but I just don't, I have a lot of shoes. And so I just don't have room or need for them. Uh, Monty Como says, good day, sir. Any trail running on the schedule? No, not now. I don't have a car and I don't want to drive anywhere. Um, even if I did have a car, I really wouldn't want to drive anywhere to exercise. And I don't have access to any trails near where I live. Um, the ones that I do are closed. Uh, because of everything that's going on. Uh, Jay Pear, ever smoke weed and run? Uh, no, I have not. TJM says 30.04 miles. Say, that's a lot of miles. Wow. Cross the Massachusetts New Hampshire border to accomplish that. Do I have to self quarantine for 14 days now? Uh, only if you are around people uh, that had COVID 19, um, then you would have to self quarantine. Um, but other than that, uh, hopefully you weren't around people too close to people, you know, closer than six feet. Um, but I just think mere proximity to people isn't enough reason to, to self-quarantine. Um, but if you were around someone that has it, then yes. I don't think you were asking that seriously, though. 
I think that was a joke. Uh, Giuseppe Angelucci says, "Are you watching Last Dance on Netflix?" I'm not. I haven't been. I'm not a. I'm not. I'm not a Bulls fan. I grew up on the East Coast, so I. I, um, I don't have the same affinity for Michael Jordan that everyone else here and a lot of other people do. Uh, Louis Becerra says, "Ran nine miles and oh, my speed is so gone." That's okay. Hey, buddy, what's going on? He's saying hi to the dog. Awesome. Uh, Wang Shuishi says, "Is your dog blind in one eye?" Yeah, we've been. I've been. I. I, I give him like. Um, a series of eye drops. He's been blind in that eye for a long time, and I've been trying to like save it, um, at least so that he can still keep the eye. But uh, I think that once uh, I can schedule a non uh, like an, an elective procedure, um, well, I could probably schedule it now. I just don't want to right now. I'm going to wait till kind of like our shelter in place orders are lifted here, uh, and once that's done, I'll schedule it. It's a single day procedure. It's an outpatient procedure, I think. Um, and he'll we'll take the eye out because it's starting to get i mean it's been like cloudy it used to be really red but now it's starting to like really um atrophy and so i feel like he's better off finally taking it out um hazim a says have you seen the lori lightfoot memes yes i think they're pretty funny um, well wills millis mckay says what's up my guy what's going on willis or wills wills what's going on wills uh, running with AJ Max. Good morning. Good morning to you guys. You guys must be somewhere far away if it's morning. Um, Willis McKay says, I'm excited for the Pegasus 37. Yeah, it's a pretty excited. I think it's going to be a great shoe. I think it's going to be the best Pegasus yet. And I've said that for, you know, I said that every year for the past couple of years, and it's been true. Um, what's up? My favorite way to release your calf muscles. Um... I, I, I try not to mess with the calves too much. I usually don't, like even when I'm foam rolling or massaging, I might kind of give them a, like a squeeze just to kind of like massage it, just gently kind of find it, see if there's any knots or anything like that in there. But other than that, I, don't, I usually kind of leave them alone. I, I, I don't know why. I think that there's so many ligaments and tendons in that area that I'm always afraid that like when tendons are sore, I feel like that's something that you kind of should leave alone. Uh, massaging muscles is good, but I think massaging tendons tends to aggravate whatever is going on. And so, like, I just always am wary of getting too um, aggressive in the calf area. Davey says, love the Beacon version 2 so much that I have two pairs. How does Hyperion Tempo compare? Should I wait for the Beacon 3? The Hyperion Tempo is different because it's a different kind of foam. So, like, it feels very different underfoot. Um, and, uh, the beacon too, I would say has much more cushion in the heel, the hype, the tempo, the Hyperion tempo does not feel very great in the heel. If you're going at like regular, like daily training paces, I mean, it's okay, but it's not great. Um, and so it definitely feels like a shoe that doesn't want you to be doing a lot of heel striking in it. Um, and so, and not like in a good way, like this could be a good trainer to train you to not be a heel striker, but like, it just doesn't feel great. Um, it really wants you to be moving a little bit quicker. I mean, granted, like when I use it, I use it for fartleks and intervals. And so like, there's definitely like more relaxed paces in it, but like, um, you know, not for like eight miles straight. I don't think I would like it, um, that way. Although I have run it that way before and it's not terrible, but like the beacon loves running like that. Um, and it can run fast too. But I think that if I had a workout, let's say it was 10 miles, you know, fartlek, two minutes on, one minute off, you know, I'd, I definitely would reach for the tempo and not the beacon. HB says, do I run with a running vest? Uh, sometimes. Um, usually uh, in the wintertime I will uh, because the water fountains are closed uh, along the lakefront in Chicago. This summer I probably will. Um, 
depending on how long I'm going to be out there, you know, I'm still kind of adjusting and tinkering with how long I'm comfortable being outside. Like who was it that did 30 miles today? TJM runs did 30 miles today. I will, I've never run 30 miles and I won't be running a 30 miler because I think it's too much time to be outside. There's in like a congested place like Chicago. You're just going to be around a lot of people. Um, and so, uh, I don't know that I'll be needing my running vest very much. Um, but I like the ones that have water bottles up front because they're easy to reach. I don't, I've never really, I've never run, I've used to run with a hydration bladder um, and that was okay, but I kind of like everything to be accessible and reachable up front. I don't like when things are in the back, uh, but it's useful for like when I'm run commuting or if you're like on a longer adventure where there might be stuff that you might need in there, like a jacket or a first aid kit or poles or something else that you can like stop and reach and get. Um, but for like stuff that I want to have on the run, I like everything to be up front. Uh, David Sachs. Hi everyone. Just finished a beautiful seven miles in upstate New York. Awesome. That's great. B Parmar says, do you see marathons and large group runs changing forever? Will thousands of runners being in close proximity be a thing of the past until a vaccine comes out? Um, yeah, I mean, those are two very different questions. Um, I do see things kind of like changing, but not necessarily forever. Um, I mean, if we can get a vaccine, then I think it'll certainly change. Um, I think that we might still be able to have those kinds of events in the absence of a vaccine. Um, but then in that regard, things will be very different. Like I'm just having a hard time envisioning how do you do a marathon expo or how you do a marathon post-race party? Um, like that kind of like the family reunion areas, like those kinds of things, like without like a vaccine, I, I, I think it's going to be really hard to do that. And so at least for like a very large race, I can see like smaller, like 5Ks, fun runs, 10Ks happening. But I think like a world major is going to be very difficult to put on. Like, I'm really curious to see like what happens with Tokyo Olympics, just because like, I mean, that's the biggest stage of them all, right? And the people will be coming literally from all over the world and not just like, you know, like if it's like Chicago, most of the people are from the United States. Some people are from Central America, Canada. Um, some people are from Europe. And then some people, a little bit of people from all, like from Asia, but not a ton, you know. It's still somewhat regional, um, on, at least on the global scale. But like the Olympics, everyone's coming. So um, I don't, it, it, that's going to be interesting to see, like, if any of those dates slip. Um, Ricardo Katagiri says, ran the Wings for Life virtual. App stopped working for 5K, so the race ended early and unexpected. That's a bummer. I hate when that happens. Um, Jay Weingart, TC versus Turbo 2 for daily training. Turbo 2 if you're daily training with it. Um, Readmore says, if you can mix the upper of one shoe with the midsole, outsole of another, what would the Franken shoe be? That's a weird question. Um, I don't know. I really like the Ultra Boost 4.0, the Ultra Boost Parley. Um, that was a great upper, um, but not necessarily like a performance upper. It was just really comfortable. I also uh, liked um, the Ultra Boost 19 upper as well. I like knit uppers. I still do. I know they're kind of like out of fashion right now, but I still really like those. But I didn't really, I was not in love with the midsoles that those were put onto. Um, I mean, like, I don't know, all, like Ultra Boost with like the Hyperion Tempo midsole, but that's kind of the Hyperion Tempo. 
so it's pretty nice. It's kind of it's a kind of like a knit material upper and um, that nitrogen um, midsole. That's pretty fun. I like that. Um, but I think like it'd be more fun to, if, if you're gonna do like that kind of like sole swap, you gotta make it really goofy. Um, but I've seen some really good ones that people have been doing. There are people that do that, like uh, like as kind of like customs and like art projects that I think are pretty fun. Um, but yeah, I can't think of anything that's super interesting right off the bat. Um, I did like the Gyakuso Turbo Upper um, as well. That was one, but like it, it was a weird shoe. Um, it was good, but like it always like rubbed me the wrong way. So like the upper looked great, but it wasn't the most functional upper. Uh, Garrett Baker said, what made you want to go to law school? I thought I wanted to be a patent prosecutor. I think I thought I wanted to like just sit down with an inventor and be like, tell me what this invention is and then I'll write it up so that way you can get it patent protected. I ended up not doing that. Um, CV76, John Stark's better than Jordan. I don't know that he was better, but I liked him a lot more. I really, John Stark's was my favorite player. I really liked him. Paul Kane, have you been able to test the Nike Tempo Stable Mate to the Alpha Fly? Curious if that's a good partnership or a perversion. I haven't. I've, I haven't tested the Alpha Fly either, so I, I, I'm afraid I don't have any information on that. John Bryan, how much fluids do you think is appropriate to drink to get hydrate? People say one, two gallons, and some say four gallons. I have a hard time getting in 64 ounces. Um, I don't know. A, a registered dietitian would be a good person to ask. And I also think that it's relative. It depends on like how much do you need. Um, so like uh, some days you're gonna be thirstier than others. Some days your body will want more salt uh, than other days. That doesn't mean you drink less water. It probably means you drink more water um, and also take in more salt. So I'm not really sure what the right answer is to that. Uh, I know that I don't get nearly enough water, um, but um, <clears throat> I remember my track coach used to say, on Friday nights before our Saturday meets uh, was make sure you stay hydrated, keep drinking tons of water until you pee clear. Uh, then you know you've hydrated enough. And I don't think that people need to do that on a daily basis, but I think he was talking about that on like the day before a track meet. Um, but um, that usually took up took a lot of water. But you know what people say is if you have a hard time getting in enough water is to just have water bottles and fill them up and put them in rooms where you're gonna be, like just put one in each room. And then um, that way when you sit down and you're by the TV, oh, there's a water bottle here, drink it. And then like you go into the bedroom, oh, there's a water bottle in here, drink it. So you keep doing that and you'll end up drinking a lot. Mike Hall says, have I tried the Tracer 2? I haven't, I haven't tried that one. Joshua Payne says, Yoko Fuzi, can't stick around too long, but want to drop in and say, hey, looking forward to listening on Spotify later. Awesome. Yeah, I just realized that today I didn't put up the audio from yesterday. So I apologize for that. Um, it takes a little bit of time for like it to process when I upload it to Anchor. And so like that, and usually because I've been like in the live stream for half an hour and like girls are going crazy. So like, uh, it usually takes, like I usually, it's long enough for me to like forget. And like those two things put together make me like, all right, I can't do it now while I'm thinking about it. And then I have to remember to get back to it later. So I apologize that it's not up, but I've been, people have been listening in a little bit. And so I'm pretty excited about that. And, um, Thank you so much for listening there, Joshua. Uh, and I'll get better. I got to get to my routine and figure it out. Ethan Stone says, how would you suggest running with a phone and a large set of keys? I would just hold one in each hand, but I was curious if you thought there was a better way. First, I would ask why you have so many keys. Um, what I would do is think if you can have like a running set of keys, maybe have like a carabiner 
or some sort of other key holding system where you could have one set of all your other keys and one set of the keys that you need for running. Um, so that way you can like minimize things. Uh, the other way to do it is to either use, uh, I like Path Projects pants because they have giant back pockets. That's a good place to put the phone. I have a relatively large phone and it fits in there easily, which is important because sometimes you need to get the phone out in the middle of a run. Um, and so if it's like, if it just barely fits in there, that gets really annoying if you're trying to do it like while running or while moving around. Um, the other thing that I would do is get a flip belt because uh, those are really useful for holding a phone and keys. Um, I don't think the flip belt is great for if you need to carry, like I've tried doing like a long distance tempo run where I had my phone and like two or three gels. That was really hard to do. Like it just doesn't like that. If you have like a phone and like a set of keys or like a phone and a gel, then I think the flip belt is great. Um, if it's too hot for the flip belt, then I would look towards like a vest, like even just like a race vest, like a four liter vest where you could put in like water, gels, phone, and like keys in one of the pockets. So that's kind of how I do it, depending on what else you got. Um, Carissa says, when did you start seeing consistent weight loss during your running journey? And did you have a certain goal? I don't know, because um, I never paid attention to it. One day I was 180, and the next day I was like 150. And I don't know when that was. Uh, my mom's here. Hello from Jersey, she's saying. She must have been a little bit late. She didn't come in until 3.15, so I don't know if... Maybe she fell asleep today, took a little nap. But if you did, that's good. <laughs> Giving my mom a hard time. Blitzov. Hey, Kofuzi. Good afternoon. Good morning here in Australia. 5 a.m. Uh, up early for a run. And nice to catch up with Kofuzi Run Club. Well, good to see you. And I hope you have a great run today uh, out there in Australia, Blitzov. Um, thanks for checking in. Uh, Mike Lewis says, best long day easy shoe. Clifton 1080, Glide Ride, Peg Turbo, or something else. I haven't run in the glide ride, so I can't say uh, about that. But best long day running shoe, I would look at either the 1080 or the, the 1080 version 10 or the Triumph 17. Those are the two that I would look at. Um, Jazzy, looking for a marathon shoe with low stack height but with some cushion. I think everyone is. Um, that's a tough one. I would say maybe like um, Boston 9 is something that you could look at. Maybe the Hyperion Tempo, but that's kind of, I would consider that like medium stack height. So it depends on what you mean by low. Uh, I know a lot of people race in the Ultra Escalante racers. I think that's a pretty low stack height as well. Um, but like anything else that has low stack height like that, um, you know, doesn't really have that much cushion. Um, let's see. Uh, running with AJ Max says, do you ever train on a track? If so, what do you do? Where do you go for information on what to do during track workouts? Um, I mean, you could look... Yeah, so I do from time to time, usually towards the end of a marathon training block when I'm starting to work on speed or in an off season when I'm trying to just work on some speed. Because you'll hear about like a lot of marathoners saying like, you know, in between marathons, they might drop down and kind of train for like a month at, for, at, for like a 5K or a 10K just to work on kind of leg turnover. And so a lot of all that involves a track. Um, there's one that's about two and a half miles north of here uh, along the lakefront. And so I'll go there. And usually what I do there is 800 meter repeats. Um, I don't like 400 meter repeats. and I really don't like 200 meter repeats. Um, but those are also useful to do on the track as well. Um, and for me, I'm getting to the point where I will only really do a track workout if my feet are feeling pretty beat up and I want the softer surface to run on. Because um, otherwise, I'll just do 800 meter repeats on the road as part of my long run. Because I, I don't really like to stop in between intervals, which is something that you would probably do if you're doing 400 meter repeats or 200 meter repeats. 
Um, so I usually do like 800 meters and up is what I like. And so I usually now these days, I just incorporate it into part of my long run. Um, in terms of information on what to do during track workouts, you could look up like speed workouts, like track workouts for marathon or track workouts for half marathon or 10K or whatever distance you're training for. Those are the kinds of things that I would look for. But they're usually going to look like, you know, a bunch of 800 meter repeats, maybe 600, 400s, maybe 200s with varying degrees of rest and varying intensities, depending on what kind of your goal pace and um, and what your goal paces are and what your current capabilities are. So it'll be some sort of mixture of that. Blaz Grabnar says, uh, Adidas SL20 versus Boston 9 versus Adios 5 for a track runner, middle distance, and also used for going max to the half. Um, I probably would look at the SL20 or the Adios 5, maybe racing in the Adios 5 and then training or doing a lot of your training in the SL20. Although I think you could do a lot of racing in the SL20 as well. Um, but for middle distance, yeah, I think the Adios 5 is probably your best bet um, because that shoe, the Adios 5, it's it's very nimble, minimal in terms of uh, the amount of stack height and cushioning there is on there. I'm, I think I could race a half in it. I mean, I've taken it as long as a 20-mile run, and so I've done that, but I w haven't like run hard for 20 miles in it. I think that that would really beat me up. But I think I could race a half marathon in it. And so for a middle distance runner, um, doing middle distance, and then also maybe potentially even getting up as high as a half, I think the Adios 5 will do well, but depending on how much time you're going to spend focusing on that half, then the SL20 might be good as well. To be honest, uh, until I get to run in a lot more mileage on it, and the answer might not change, but I'm not confident in the answer until I can run more mileage in all three of those shoes, but especially the SL20 and the Adios 5, I have a hard time distinguishing the two, at least in terms of, I mean, I know that they feel different. But like in terms of use case, I'm having a hard time figuring it out. I think the SL20 has slightly more cushion to it um, overall, um, but they're just so similar. It's so much overlap. Um, Dan L says, do I look at data after runs, e.g. ground contact time, vertical oscillation? I look at data, I look at my heart rate, I look at pace. That's pretty much it. Um, total running time, max heart rate, max pace. Those are the things that show up in like my Garmin, uh, like my Polar Flow app. Um, but I don't look at ground contact time, vertical oscillation. I don't really look at cadence. Um, I don't really even look at power all that much. Although once, um, you know, races start getting scheduled again, I'll start looking at power when I start doing more interval work. Um, yeah, I, I just, uh, I think I'm not smart enough to be able to, uh, like, uh, digest all of that all at once. I'm still kind of figuring out heart rate. So one thing at a time for me. Reed Morris, is there any carbon plate shoe you would use as a daily trainer? Maybe not as a daily trainer. I don't think there's one that I would use, but one that I would use somewhat regularly is the Carbon X is one that I could use regularly. Um, and I would think like the Speed Elite is the from Sketcher is one where I don't feel like the carbon fiber plate is all that like carbon fibery. I don't really notice it that much. But I don't think I could use it as a daily trainer just because, like, the, the toe box is so short on it. It feels really tight. Um, but, yeah, I think probably the Carbon X is probably the only one that I can think of. GT asks, how do you have your watch screen set up? Which parameters do you use as feedback for pace during a marathon? So, um, for during a marathon, I'd probably have four fields because I, I have two screens on my watch generally. 
the, my one screen is heart rate, time of day, and elapsed time. I don't have pace on there at all because all, all I care about for most of my runs is um, that I'm usually I'm run commuting. And so I usually just need to make sure I get to work on time or I get to pick up the girls on time. And so like, I don't care about how fast I'm going. I just want to make sure I'm keeping my easy runs easy. Um, and then on days when I am looking at pace, uh, I have four uh, data fields. It's uh, heart rate, lap, uh, lap distance, lap pace, or lap distance, current pace, and lap time. If I start looking at power, I might add in like a, I might switch that up a little bit, so that way I can look at uh, the power number as well. But for now, that's the only four fields that I look at. During the marathon, I usually look at that second screen that has the um, lap pace or the instantaneous pace on it. Um, but I think that I might be better off in the future, like setting up uh, like elapsed time. Um, maybe I don't even need that, but like heart rate, power. Maybe that's about it. Maybe that's all I need. Um, Jen from Moss says, hate to say this, but if not for running, I probably would go all day without drinking water. Too many other beverage options like soda, coffee, et cetera. Yeah, I know the feeling. I, I mean, I, I pretty much just drink coffee all day. And um, uh, yeah, I, I agree. If it wasn't for the, like for me thinking I should probably hydrate myself, like because I ran today, I'd be the exact same uh, as, as you, Jen. Catch Dis L says, have I tried the PEG 37 yet? I haven't. Um, let's see. Phil Novell says, do you know Wings for Life World Run? Did 36K day. 36K, that's awesome. I'm not familiar with that. Sorry. Jody Run says, SL20, are they any good for long runs or marathon? They're really great for long runs. Um, marathons, I'm not sure. I'm not sure my feet are strong enough to take that shoe all the way to a marathon. More testing is required. Uh, we'll see. Johannes Richter says, low stack height shoe for me, A6 Hyperspeed 6. They're not available anymore, though. I'm not familiar with that model. Um, Hazim A, do I have a favorite Chicago neighborhood? Pilsen, Argyle, et cetera. Well, I live in Lakeview. I, th I love Lakeview. We've been here for uh, 15. We've lived in Chicago for 16 years. Uh, so we've lived in this neighborhood for 14 out of the last 16 years, the last 13 in a row. So we've been here. We like it here. Um my friend, I like Logan Square a lot. Uh, that's a good place if you've got, uh, um, well, it's just a good place for lots of different stages of life. I also really like uh, Roscoe Village. I'd like to live in Roscoe Village. Um, if I could afford a single family home, that's where I would go. Um, J. Mike Remy. Hey, any suggestions for route fatigue between all the training miles and neighborhood 50K? I know all my local streets. Leave back my hand, just went for a walk and nearly lost my mind. Um, I'm guessing you've tried doing them backwards too. I mean, I think at that point, maybe you start doing some Strava art and try to start making some designs in it to just give you something else to look at, uh, or think about when you're doing all, um, the roots. But I would think that if you're also, if you're getting like root fatigue, try doing some fart licks or missing, mixing it up pace wise, just so that way, like you're experiencing the root in a different way as well. Maybe it's the same route, but if you're doing like two minutes on one minute off, you know, that kind of thing. Maybe that'll help uh, make it a little bit more interesting. Um, John Bryan, ever thought of doing any Rebel Marathon races? I don't think I have thought about it. I'm not sure. Um, George Zhang, uh, Pegasus 36 versus Vomera 14, already have the 35 turbos. 
Um, it depends. If you're using the turbos as your daily trainer, I would go with the Vomero 14. Um, if you use the turbos just for your fast days, uh, then I'd probably go with the PEG 36. Um, so it just depends on what you're using your 35 for and how much life you have left in your 35 turbos. If your turbos are nearing end of life, get them both, 36 and the 14, or wait and get the Pegasus 37, or get it the Pegasus 37 now, because I think that's out now. Because um, I think the Pegasus 37 will feel like a mix of the 36 and the 14. Um, probably closer to the 36, but in terms of like the midsole feel, because the Vomero 14 and the Pegasus 37 are React foam with the Air Zoom Pocket. All of the Air Zoom Pockets, the Zoom Air Pockets are very different. Uh, Carlos PR says, hey, I'm on my third pair of Pegasus 35. Love that shoe. Is there a shoe that you like and still buy even if there's a new version? Um, no, there isn't. Um, you know I would buy though, if like one of, one of the shoes that I'm looking for that I'd love to be able to pick up a pair of are Vaporfly version one, the Blue Fox. I just think that's an absolutely beautiful color. Um, and I love that shoe. If I could get another Pegasus 33 Shield in like the black and green and like the neat, like it's kind of volt or it's like a yellowish green color, um, I would get that uh, as well because I really like that shoe. But I like that shoe mainly for sentimental reasons. Other than that, uh, there's not really a shoe that I would get that that I would stock up on because I um, am just constantly looking at new shoes. Um, let's see, what else would I get though? I know my buddy has stocked up on Ghost Tens because uh, he loved that shoe a lot, and lots of people have been stocking up on the Beacon Ones. Anytime like those, like I feel like every once in a while, some sort of retailer like finds like a pallet of them, and then you they'll they'll end up on some sort of website you never heard of. Um, but anytime it does, it sells out. Um, Kieferification says, is the Polar Grid X still working out? Yeah, there'll be another video about it tomorrow. I did. I've been doing some um, playing around with the turn by turn navigation function, so that's tomorrow's video. Um, Andy Tid says, I make myself drink a full glass of water for every coffee I drink. Yeah, that's what I try to do too. And that's actually, it's in the mug now is water. Um, and so like I just had a, a coffee at like 2.30. So after that, I got some water for myself. I try to do that. I don't always succeed. Um, Graham Howe says, does a run walk for life organization exist in the US? I'm not sure. I don't know. Tom AK, I always have issues with back pain while running. Advice? Um, that's interesting. Uh, I might consult a physical therapist um, or a physio or someone else. Like, a, maybe you don't need to see an orthopod for that, but I would consult someone for that. Um, it could be something else going on. Maybe you're, something in your stride is, is, not, is weak and the way that your body compensates is sending pain to your back. Um, the other thing, I was listening to uh, Lindsay Hines' uh, podcast today. She was interviewing Jordan Hesse, who had a hard time during the marathon trials about, a, was it two months ago now? Um, and she said she had back pain, um, which was I thought was unusual when she had mentioned that in her post-race interviews because her problem had previously been hamstring, but she was saying that like a lot of things um kind of like are connected through the hamstring and so like um uh, for people to have referred pain to the back uh, when they have a hamstring tear or hamstring issues isn't uncommon and so maybe it's something like that that's why i would say like consult someone for that um and make sure you find someone that's not just like oh your back hurts take some advil um try and find you know figure out a way to get that sorted out because i think that like 
that's something that you can work on. I mean, the, I think the easy things to do at first would be like try a different pair of shoes, that kind of thing. Um, cause like some shoes, like if they hit your arch the wrong way, they can make your stride alter in a certain way that then affects your back. So those are things that can happen. Um, so like change of shoes is kind of like the first step. If that still doesn't do it, cause you said you always have issues with back pain. I'm guessing you've tried that. Um, you might need to see somebody for that. Um, all right, let's do one more question here and then I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys go for the day. Frank Chung, I heard the back end of your run commute might need to do the, do that when I get back to office, how do you make yourself presentable for work? Um, so Frank, what I do is, um, uh, I do two things. Uh, what the main thing that I did was I live close enough to, to my office where I can run commute both ways if I want to. And I do have membership to a gym downtown. So if I need, if I'm super sweaty, um, I can hand, I can just take a shower when I get downtown. Um, but mostly I only run commute there and back in the winter time because in the winter I'm not, I'm, it's just a nice easy run. Um, I am like not in a hurry, but like, it's just getting some miles in. So in the winter time, I'm not that sweaty. So I kind of like you know, I uh, might wipe myself off a little bit. I have wipes, um, at the office and, uh, like body wipes at the office, um, not Lysol wipes, um, that I can use to kind of like freshen up. Um, if I'm really gross, I could take a shower, but typically once it gets warmer, like the springtime, like it is now, I will, um, take public transportation downtown or like, um, so that way I don't, I'm not stranding a car in one way or the other. So I'll take public transportation down and so that way I'm not sweaty, but then I'll run home. So that's something that I do. I know that's not probably an option for most people when they're like starting um, run commuting, but that's something that worked for me. My, my buddy, um, what he'll do to run commute sometimes is um, what he'll do is he'll uh, drive like most of the way into the office um, from his house and then run commute both from where he parks his car to the office and then back. I think he also has access to a shower at uh, his office too, somewhere, somehow. Um, not Maybe not in his office, but somewhere downtown um, if he needs to, but that's kind of like how he does it. And he only runs commutes on days where like, um, he doesn't have like big important meetings that day. So like if it's something where like you gotta be at a desk, like you're like the receptionist or something, um, then maybe that's something that'll work. That'll work. Um, yeah, Frank said, you know, thanks. He's thinking of avoiding public transportation once the quarantine is lifted. Yeah. I mean, I think that like a lot of, I agree with that where a lot of people are thinking that like public transportation is a big reason why, um, in some places, you know, the spread is rapid and rampant and some places it's not, even if they're not being as careful. And so it makes me a little bit nervous too. I think what I'll probably do is I also have access to bike share. So like when it's, you know, if we do go back this summer to like working again, I'll probably like bike downtown and just take it really easy and like not really pedal very hard and try to not sweat at all and then um, run home. You know, that's the kind of thing that I'll probably end up doing. But I mean, in the summertime, it gets hot. So it might just be I need to take a shower. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. I'm not really sure what that's going to look like, you know, cause I don't know if summer camps are going to happen. I don't know what my kid's daycare situation is going to be if we go back to work. And so, you know, I'm not going to worry about that now for now. Problem for another day. We'll figure that out.
But I think that's a good place to leave it for today. Uh, it's a, a, a just about 340 for today, guys. Um, if you have any other questions, I'm sorry if I didn't get to your question today. If it's a burning question, you can always uh, message me on Instagram or Twitter. I'm happy to talk to you guys there. Uh, or I'll be back tomorrow morning on Instagram at 6 a.m. or back here at 3 p.m. tomorrow. Um, so uh, I'm happy to talk to you guys again. Uh, in either of those places. But in the meantime, hopefully the weather is nice where you are and you're out there getting a run, doing it safely at a social distance, um, but getting those miles in if you can. And uh, thanks for tuning in today and I will see you guys in the next one.